0: This is Howard Anderson, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. We're talking today with Todd Fitzgerald, Senior Technical Compliance Advisor at National Government Services, a major Medicare contractor that handles claims processing. Todd is responsible for coordinating all external government audits for the company. He was the co-author of a recent book, CISO Leadership Skills, Essential Principles for Success, and he formerly served as a security officer for several other organizations. Thanks so much for joining us today, Todd. Good morning. Under the High Tech Act, the federal government will soon be ramping up audits of healthcare organizations to determine their compliance with the HIPAA privacy and security rules. Based on your experience dealing with government audits, what advice would you give on how to prepare?
1: Well, I'd be happy to answer that question. We have had to deal with a lot of government audits, uh, as you're aware. And uh, I think one of, the, one of the key things is that organizations really need to do a deep dive uh, into what they are doing within their organizations. Uh, that first step is really, are, are the policies in place uh, to support the security controls? Um, are there procedures in place that support those? Uh, but the key thing is, are, once, once those two things have been established, Are we really performing those things on a day-to-day basis? Are we consistently applying the security controls and mechanisms that have been designed for the environment? Um, Because when the auditors come into the organization, um, they're going to look at not just whether those exist, but whether we're really being compliant with those controls. And a lot of times the test for that is if there is one issue of, let's say, 45 items uh, that, that may not be correct, Um, that's going to translate into a finding. And so it's very important that 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 diligence is, is taken forward.
0: The book you helped put together describes some of the managerial skills that chief information security officers need. Please describe some of those key skills and how CISOs can acquire them.
1: Sure, I think one of the key things is the influencing skills that people need to develop. Um, one of the things I've done in, in a lot of conferences is I'll go around the room and, and ask for this 30 second elevator speech. Um, you know, if you're, you know, facing that individual that has the capability to get that funding in the elevator, what is it that you would say? Uh, and what I find a lot of times is, is we're not prepared is to, you know, what are those projects, what are those things that are top of mind? Or or when we're asked that question, are we secure? How do we answer that question? Um, and being able to pre think those those things is very important. I think also the written and oral communication skills are very important. Um when we're doing presentations to the board of directors or senior management, they really want the top-line information. Uh, It may be a lot of detail that that was taken to get to that point, um, but they're really not interested in all the detailed reports. It's just, you know, what is the issue? What's the impact? uh, What's this going to mean to our organization if we don't take care of this? And that's really a skill that I think that, Uh, for people to become good security officers or security leaders that need to translate things from a technical jargon um, into a business acumen that can be understood by the other people outside of the security realm.
0: The book also talks about how to treat a security program as a business. Please describe that approach for us.
1: Just like any business, uh, we need to have clear goals. Uh, we need to have that. Make sure that our vision and our mission are aligning with the rest of the organization. Uh, we need to deal with things on a risk-based basis. Um, executives all the time are making decisions as to what products or what services to apply. Uh, we have to do the same thing with insecurity um, because if we're not taking that time to do the to to look at what the risks are and and figure out what projects are going to support us, um, then when we go forward and ask for that funding, uh, we're not really going to have that kind of credibility. We also have to sustain ongoing operations, uh, just like any business. We have to keep diligent uh, with those security controls every day, uh, not just when the audits arrive. Uh, We also need to be marketing to our business. Uh, we need to have that, that awareness, and that awareness needs to occur at the at the middle management level, the senior management level, and the end users. And it has to be a, a constant um, refreshing of the security message.
0: What other advice would you give to security professionals who aspire to become a chief information security officer or assume another leadership role within information security?
1: believe that um, uh, there's a lot of focus today on certifications. Uh, there's a lot of good certifications out there. Um, there's the standard ones in the industry. Uh, they're well recognized the CISSP, the CISA, uh, the CISM. There's some other uh, certifications coming along. You know, I know the, the different organizations are coming up with new ones all the time. Um, there's the technical certifications, uh, the SAN certifications. I think that the, the, the security professional needs to recognize that that provides a baseline. That provides the common language by which we can converse with each other. Um, after that, it really takes that diligence of staying up with the industry, and by that I mean networking, um, getting out with your peers, getting out with those other associations, uh, going to conferences, um, talking to people. You know, even if the the uh, travel budget is is thin. There's still a lot of uh, webinars people can take advantage of. There's a lot of uh, interaction through um, through the websites uh, in, to stay up in the industry and learn what other people are doing and what they're facing. Uh, I think also knowing the controls at are very. Deep level. I think the, the NIST 853 set of controls is an excellent place to start and really understand uh, what those controls are and what strategies could be used to implement, implement compliance uh, uh, actions to take care of those risks. And then um, I think you know adding other types of education to the security role. Uh, I think it's always been difficult with security being seen as part of the IT organization. Um, but we also need to learn those other those other disciplines. Uh, need to learn things about accounting and finance um, and marketing and the other business areas. And I think some of the advanced education goes a long way to that. In fact, when we did the survey for the book, we found that close to 37% of those people that were holding senior leadership uh, positions in security uh, had a master's degree or above. What tips would you
0: give information security leaders on how to win the support of management for investing in security technologies and strategies? Is compliance with the HITECH Act and HIPAA a strong enough motivation, or do CISOs need to spell out the potential costs of security risks more specifically?
1: Very good question. Um, I believe that the the compliance... uh, the the regulations, that typically provides the the initial impetus. Uh, If we look back to when HIPAA first came out, there were a lot of committees formed and a lot of energy around what is this and, and we need to wrap our arms around it. I think as we get more subsequent uh, regulations coming along, um, they're more seen as, as add-ons in the organizations uh, that we need to address this and, and, and that gets assigned to the different uh, business units. Uh, I think one of the most effective ways to get senior management's attention is to have a security council uh, and that's made up by representatives of human resources, legal, the, the different business units, uh, physical security all across the line and that way it gives a way to, to vet what those policies are uh, and then, th- then those policies can get the approval of the senior management level. Um, very effective way to gain that attention uh, of, the, of the right individuals and also to get the grassroots support within the organization that's very much needed for the success of the implementation.
0: Any final thoughts on how the roles of chief information security officers and other information security professionals are evolving in healthcare today?
1: Well, I think healthcare is, is really a great place to be with information security. The, just all the changes that are happening within healthcare, uh, the evolution that's going forward, if we look at the, the last few years with the movement uh, into electronic records, that's just going to be continuing. Uh, interoperability, um, I think that's really the place where we're going to see uh, growth is within the healthcare security field.
0: Thanks very much, Todd. We've been talking with Todd Fitzgerald of National Government Services. This is Howard Anderson of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.